Fresh Art International presents Fresh Talk, conversations about creativity in the 21st century. I'm Kathy Bird, Fresh Art producer, and today we're presenting a Fresh Talk feature I recorded at the McDowell Colony on August 12, 2012. Situated just outside Peterborough, New Hampshire, McDowell is a residency program for artists, writers, and composers that was founded more than 100 years ago by an American composer, Edward McDowell, and his wife, pianist Marion McDowell. I was lucky to find my way there on Metal Day, the only day of the year that the outside world is invited to tour the colony and meet residents in their studios. The 2012 medal went to contemporary photographer Nan Golden during a ceremony that took place beneath the canopy of an enormous white tent filled to overflowing with people. After the ceremony, everyone spread out across the great lawn with blankets and picnic baskets to linger over lunch in the sun. I was among those who spent the afternoon with the trail map, wandering in and out of the colony's secluded cabin studios. My first stop was Alexander Studio, where I found Kyla Chevrier, a visual artist from Queens, New York. Kyla's site-sensitive project turned out to be a rather abstract spatial intervention in a small structure that once upon a time was an art gallery. I applied here in January um, with an application of work similar to what's inside my studio right now, and I proposed to create an on-site installation piece, being sort of um, drawing inspiration from my own narratives and the things that I'm interested in, as well as um, what is here and the surroundings and the people. So what will remain of the work that you do here? Just a photographic essay of what it looked like? Mm -hmm. Yes? That's it. Just the documentation. And what were you drawing on in terms of the history of the place? Um, installation? Well, the space uh, did have a history of being an art gallery here at McDowell, um, as well as it was modeled after a Swiss church. Um, however, I tend not to draw completely from the contextual relationship of pre-existing in the space, and I tend to bring things in from my own interests. And what did you bring in of your own? <laughs> well, that would be like saying what the work is about. Oh, okay. Well, let's I go guess. see. But, um, yeah, come on in. So, this is just a single plane, and there's two colors, sort of an orange tone here, and a more pink salmon tone on the bottom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and... You can see from the light reflected off the trees over there that it has this really strong green tint in the inside here. And as well, the light from the windows inside is drawn over here. So in the other room, we have three spaces. So this work here is something you couldn't have made anywhere else. It's specific no. to the space. Correct. Yeah. So that's what makes being at McDowell I mean, essential to the work. Well, this studio is a huge gift for me as someone who cares about space and about um, architecture. And so to be granted something like a found object or a found space is a huge gift that won't ever be replicated in my life. West Moss, 
from West Milford, New Jersey, had been at McDowell for less than three days, she said, and already the setting had affected her writing. Getting in changed things, I have to say, changed how I, I look at my own work. I find the quality of my writing, I've only been here a couple of days, but something has happened that I've never experienced before, which I guess comes from no interruptions. Um, I hit a spot where there's a, a problem, which happens all the time in a story, and I can just actually sit and figure it out however long it takes, whether it's a word choice or rewriting a sentence or um, trying to figure out what would be right for this story and this character. So it's a different kind of focus, um, a depth of focus that is completely brand new for me and very exciting. An architect based in Brooklyn, Bettina Yohe, is studying the effects of eminent domain on New York City's development over the last century. Two current controversies that she's investigating are the transformation of Brooklyn's Atlantic Yards into a sports arena and the environmental impact of Columbia's extension. Right now I'm working on a project about eminent domain in New York City. Um, New York City is one of the most pro-eminent domain states in the country. I don't know if everybody knows what eminent domain is. It's the right of the state or some other government agency to uh, condemn property for the public good against fair compensation. And the public good and fair compensation are debatable terms. So, um, so there's a lot of actually condemnations happening for more private um, interests. Like, for example, now the Atlantic Yards um, terminal in, in Brooklyn, which is a condemnation for a basketball stadium and um, for 14 high-rises, and where, where also like the court first ruled that um, for Columbia University it's a private elite institution, it's not for the public good, and then it was um, overruled. So they are really, it's a thought, thought about um, topic. So what I'm trying to do right now is to create an um, online map of all of New York City with all the areas um, taken through eminent domain over the centuries, Mike, and then you can scroll over them and you get little stories. So it's just great to really have the time to concentrate on it. It's like an extremely research-intensive project, and it's sometimes hard to just do it in the city because it's really like taking so much time to research any, you know, I mean, I have like, right now I'm working on Brooklyn, and I have over 800 condemnation entries. And here it just frees up time because people are cooking for you and people are shopping for you. And you, you know, you don't have to worry about like all the art events you have to maybe go to. You can just um, work. And um, yeah, then you also get a little bit of summer and vacation in which is sometimes rare so like we go swimming on, on nice days at four o'clock to the lead pond and you feel like you can afford to do that because you're already working straight from like nine to four and then you can do some more work in the evening. A long way from The Hague in the Netherlands where she lives and works, Australian-born composer Kate Moore shows her new cello to a visitor and talks about the bird song outside her window.
lower string is lower than yeah. the normal cello. Right, right, okay. So it's the same register as a double bass. Oh, okay. So it's a very All versatile right. um, yeah, little yeah. creature. And you bow it, of course. I do, yes. Yeah, yeah. I can play it like a classical cello, and, or I can stand up playing it as well. Um, and yeah. Yeah, great. I, I don't have the cable with me today, unfortunately, so I can't give you no, a demonstration. Okay. Um, yeah. Fabulous. Nice looking instrument. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, how long have you been here at McDowell? Um, I, I've been here, I think this is my fifth week, and I'm doing the eight week residency. So, I'm just just on halfway through. Are you just now reaching your stride, or have you accomplished a lot already? I've accomplished a lot. I'm really so happy to have had this opportunity to, to be here um, because um, I had a, a huge pile of work and I managed to get on top of some of my big projects and also start some new work as well. What is the new work that was, was there any new work that was inspired by being here? Well, certainly. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm working on a piece of solo double bass for um, a New York bassist, Robert Black, um, and um, also a string orchestra piece, um, for a string and accordion ensemble piece, actually, for, not, uh, for a group based in, in the Netherlands. Yeah, so it's nice to have really quiet sounds and the birds. And I'm very inspired by the, the birds, particularly the wood thrush. It's a really interesting bird song. <laughs> I discovered Sebastian Courier, a composer based in New York, working on a piece meant to premiere in Beijing, China. Why do you keep coming back to McDowell? <laughs> uh, that's such a hard question know, to even think of, like, why would I want to? No, it's totally a great place. It's been, um, uh, it's a great place to work. But in addition to it, when you come a lot, like I, I do, it's like not just a great place to work, but it sort of spins outside of the actual grounds and like where I, I know so many artists in New York who I've met here. I've collaborated with several of them, a visual artist, Pablo Boitazek, a, a writer, Sarah Manguso. That I wouldn't, all of those associations I wouldn't have had if I hadn't been coming here and to Yato also I have to go to Yato. Um, so I think that's been really important too, that it gives you this wider community. And it's not just collaboration too, as an artist, like it's really important to know what other people are doing in other disciplines and sort of make parallels to that. Um, so that's been great. And, you know, it's been a great cycle. I, I mean, I love New York, but it's always it's summer. It's nice to escape some. And you can always sublet your apartment. So you sublet my apartment, come here. And, and it's, it's, it's been really great. It's a great place to work. Have you, have you been here yourself? This no, is my no. first time. Yeah. No, it's a very How, special place. What project are you working on this particular visit? Yeah, I'm, I just finished this piece for orchestra. Um, this can be premiered in Beijing in January. And now I'm working on a chamber piece that's going to be done in um, Louisville, Kentucky, and I think in Wales, Glen Morgan, Wales. Wow. So, yeah, which should be fun. I, yeah, it sounds, it looks, I don't know anything about it except I look, it's near Cardiff on the coast. It looks like it must be beautiful. I'm Kathy Bird, and you've been listening to a Fresh Talk feature about the McDowell Colony in New Hampshire. Fresh Art International podcasts are distributed by Public Radio Exchange at prx.org. We have a page on Facebook, and I tweet at FreshArtintl. 
Follow us and find out more on freshartinternational.com.